Hello everyone. How is everybody feeling? Is everybody I hope everybody's enjoying the sunshine. Well, Oregon right now is experiencing 80 degree weather and I'm absolutely thrilled about it. I'm planning on tanning this summer. I just have to keep in mind where I use a, like a regular t-shirt cuz I don't want to get a farmer tan. And if you don't know what a, like a farmer tan is, it's basically just a tan line that develops from wearing normal short sleeve shirts. Right now I have like a slight farmer tan, but it's not too noticeable. But I take notice in it, so it annoys me. So I'm gonna have to find a way to fix that. I think I might just use like, I don't know if it might work, but like sunscreen, like in the place where it is tan and then not like less sunscreen on the place that is like not tan. So I think that might fix it. I remember last, probably like a couple, not, it was like last year. During the summer, I always go for like jogs and runs and no, this was probably two years ago. So I always go for like John jogs uh, around my neighborhood. And I used to wear like these yoga pants that were like, they would end to mid calf. So by the end of the summer, I had a horrible, horrible tan line that it, it was so noticeable from like the yoga pants. And so I had to spend all summer well, last summer, I had to spend all summer, I wore shorts all the time, and then I would wear, like, these, the Nike, like, knee-high socks, but I would just end it at that tan line, and so by the end of the summer, the tan line was, like, even now, which I'm happy, like, the tan line I have is gone, but now I have to worry about the former tan I have. It's still, it's not too noticeable, I think it's fine, but I just want to fix it before it gets worse, and speaking of, like, sunscreen I need to find a good sunscreen okay no one talks about how hard it is to find a sunscreen I'd be going to Ulta or a drugstore and I'm trying to find a sunscreen and I'll pick one up right that look looks good and I read the ingredients and I'll see like one of the ingredients is known to like cause cancer so I can't pick that one so I go on to the next one right and I find one that has like all the good ingredients in it, but it's 40 bucks. I'm not spending $40 on a sunscreen. I'm a cheap I'm, I'm I'm really cheap. I'm sorry, I can't spend that money. I don't I don't want to. And that's just like a conversation that my mom and I were talking about the other day. And it's just been on my mind recently. And speaking of my mom, happy Mother's Day to say my to the stay-at-home moms, to the single mothers, to the working moms, to all the moms out there, happy Mother's Day. If you're listening, make sure you wish your mom a happy Mother's Day. This episode is going to surround like the impact of our moms have on us and why we should probably appreciate our mothers a little bit more. And before starting this episode... I got curious on how the tradition of celebrating Mother's Day started. So I did what I usually do. I hopped on my handy dandy little laptop 
and started typing away the question, you know. And every time I type a question, I I always worry I'm going to have to, like, spend hours just, like, digging deep into the trenches of the internet to find an answer. That's what I usually do. Like, if I'm, like, confused on my homework, I try to find the problem and see if I can, like, get the answer, you know. And it usually takes me, like, half an hour before I actually find it. So I was a little scared that I was going to spend over half an hour to find this answer. But to my surprise, when I pressed enter, a straightforward answer popped up right in front of me. And I clicked on the link to history.com and I was stunned. The, the answer was right there. A simple little article on the history behind Mother's Day. It made my day yesterday. Oh, I, I'm so glad I did not have to waste hours. So I was really happy about that. And so basically, uh, around the time of the Civil War, there was this woman named Anne Reeves Jarvis. And she was known for dedicating her time to recognizing mothers in her local area. And she did this in the form of teaching local new mothers how to raise children. She also advocated for mothers of former Union and Confederate soldiers to be brought together to reconciliation during the Civil War. And so basically, she did a lot to help bring mothers together together in the local community. And she had a daughter named Anne Reese Jarvis. So there's two. There's Anna, the mother, and then there's Anne, the daughter. And the daughter was the same way. She also advocated for mothers in the local community. And the daughter... So after Anna died, the mother, uh, Anna, Anne, oh my god, I'm getting myself confused. Anna, after she died, Anne, the daughter, made Mother's Day as a way to celebrate the sacrifices that our mothers made for us. And eventually, with some campaigns, newsletters, and abdication, Woodrow Wilson established the second Sunday of May to be Mother's Day. So there's a little fun fact for y'all, but yeah, mothers do, our moms do so much for us. I don't think we even realize as individuals how much our mothers do for us. They put a good majority of their life just to take care of us, to love us, to raise us, teach us. And that's the extraordinary thing that They all do it for the first time. They don't get a manual or an instruction book. They don't get a test run. They don't get the redos. They just go at it. And they learn along the way how to raise a child. And we as their kids, we can sometimes take that for granted. They put so much work for a long time that I think I think a guilt comes over them that if their attention or main focus is not solely on her family, she may feel like a bad mom, which isn't always the case. We, well, you shouldn't be, like, feeling guilty. Like, isn't 
which isn't the case. Mothers shouldn't have to feel like that. And there's moms out there that don't feel this way, but there are some mothers that can take that can't take that time for themselves without feeling like a terrible person. But there are some that don't know how to feel that way. So I think that I think mothers need to start learning how to be selfish. That the sentence right there may sound bad, but let me elaborate on that. I think they need to start taking time for themselves to be alone or hang out with their friends, whatever, whether it's going to the gym, going out shopping to the mall, going on walks, going to concerts if they like doing that, journaling, reading. My mom really likes to read. Whatever it is. I want mothers to know that self-care is not is not greedy. It's not self-centered. I don't want guilt to restrict moms from enjoying their own personal time. I think all moms I think have that guilt that develops when they turn their attention to something that's not their kids. I just think some have a stronger stronger level of guilt than others. But I think all moms have that guilt. But all moms deserve their personal time. They already put in so much work. So personal time is like really, I feel like it's really crucial for many reasons they can take care of their mental health so they can take breaks because raising kids isn't easy i know my mom probably had a hard time raising me i have her stubbornness which i think i think I, yeah i got my stubbornness from her i think mine is probably a little stronger than hers but i believe that Moms need to take time for themselves. And I I feel like when they do take time for themselves, they keep their youthful energy with them. Like, it lasts longer. Emotionally and physically, there's, like, more youthful vibe to them. And I think it also creates a better bond with her children. Because self-care... You just tend to have a more vibrant energy. You're general you're just generally in a better mood. And that I think that positive positively affects your relationship with your children. For example, a great mother like children mother child relationship is Lorelai and Rory Gilmore from Gilmore Girls. I love Gilmore Girls. That's one of my favorite TV shows. And to the people that have never seen Gilmore Girls, it's a TV show that's set in the 2000s. And it's about a mom and her daughter living in this small little town. Like, it's so, like, it's very aesthetically pleasing. Like, it's a very, like, 
small, tight-knit community. And Rory, the daughter, is going to a private school, and she end up goes to, like, an Ivy League university. And it's just, like, I don't know. It's so aesthetically pleasing. It just makes you feel good. I like watching. It's a lot more interesting than what I just described. But their relationship is just amazing. They they both have this everlasting trust with each other. They understand each other so well. And it's not like a traditional mother-daughter relationship. There's a component of friendship that I feel a lot of modern day mother-daughter relationships don't have it's more of like we're mom and daughter and that's it but when it comes to Lorelai and Rory they're very very close with each other they tell each other almost everything and they don't have like a filter they just say it they match each other's energy so well their entire relationship is just unmatched so I definitely recommend watching that show if you haven't Rory has such a love for her mom that I think every child should have with their mom and I find it extraordinary how Our moms are so much like us. And we don't even know it or we don't even like acknowledge it. We grow up with them. And at the same time, they're growing up with us. We develop their habits. The the little mannerisms they do. The little, I don't know, sometimes there's just little habits that they do that we absorb and their behaviors we absorb their vernacular as well and we as their children don't think we acknowledge how much alike we are and I remember probably like a couple months ago I like was reading this thing I don't remember what it was but I I read something that apparently we look like our parents not just because we're related to them, but also because we live with them. The longer you spend with a person, your face tends to look like them. So the little facial expressions that someone makes and the longer you spend time with that person, you'll, all, you'll absorb and take in those little facial expressions that they do. And that's how your face kind of shapes in a way. And I just found that crazy. I I never knew that. And I wish I knew where it was from, but I can't remember. But we don't, we're just so much alike. Like my mom and I, we're both very, very headstrong. When we have something set in our mind or we just know what we want we are like very very determined to get it done for like example when I'm like doing school work 
I'm determined to get it done. I don't care if I have to spend an all-nighter. I don't have to, if I have to pull an all-nighter, I will get it done then and there. And my mom's also the same way. Like, no one can change her mind when she makes a decision. And she's just like, I'm going to go get it because this is what I want. And I'm really glad I got that side of her. We just make sure nothing gets in our way. I'm very happy I got that from her. And she's always been there for me. And I probably when I was younger, I didn't never, I never realized it. Because I was kind of like in my own world. I think like when kids are, they're 13, 14, we're still trying to discover who we are, that we're not acknowledging the people around us. So I guess I, guess I never really took time to think how much she's done for me. And she has supported me with this podcast so much, and I, I know she listens to it and so <laughs> I just want to say hola mami te quiero mucho even though I don't say it often I do and I hope everyone that listens has a happy mother's day and remember to wish your mom a happy mother's day it's never too late always I don't know, do something with her. Go out to breakfast, make her breakfast, go out, get her flowers, whatever she likes to do, take her out, go to dinner. I think I might go to dinner with my mom. I think I might buy her like some flowers before going or after work. Hopefully she doesn't listen to this so I don't spoil the surprise. But yeah, remember to wish your mom a happy Mother's Day. And I'll be back for another episode next week. Bye.